Welcome back to the podcast at Rock Weekly Podcast that talks about news in the world, rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. With me again is Go Gretchen. Say hello, Gretchen. Hello, Gretchen. Okay, you said it this time. Now everyone's all set for the rest of their week with their Gretchen dad joke. It's <laughs> just my introduction. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't introduce yourself every time you meet him for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, now what? what? Whatever. Uh-huh. Whatever. Thank you all for tuning in on YouTube and Twitch. We're broadcasting live again. Thank you all for listening on the Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, Apple, Google, all the podcast forums. I see a lot of people and familiar faces popping in. Um, hopefully you guys are having a good week. It's, it's snowed more here where I am, which I love. And there has been some interesting music nonsense. I guess that's a good work. A lot of a grumpy grandpa complaining. That is the best way to describe some of the things. That's exactly what it is, too. Exactly what it is. So, as I see many of the familiar faces, hello again. Please, I just want to mention this right now. Please, if you're listening, tomorrow night on February 10th, Crash Thompson and I are bringing back riffage on the Twitch channel. Two hours of us just riffing Mystery Science via Theater 3000 and Beavis and Butthead style for music videos that suggested on Discord and Twitter. Literally, just two hours of that, interacting with you guys. The volume on the music will be low. We'll just be watching the videos and laughing about them and just joking around interacting things please stop by it'll be a lot of fun it'll probably be stupid and that's the best way to have fun with that stuff so just want to make sure that punch pitch is out there ah yes that midwest weather that weather that's right i'm in st louis and it's nice i like it so um i see some grumpy grandpa gene yeah um as with tonight's title Gene Simmons is killing rock music. The reason why I titled it that is because um, Grandpa Gene, uh, boy, has he said a lot of terrible, unspeakable things. And Gene Simmons has a strong track records, track records, tracked track record of saying something and then spinning it around 48, 72 hours later, clarifying what it is. He's like, oh, I didn't actually mean it that way. He'll totally backpedal and twist things around after a few days after he says something. I can't stress enough. That has been his forte for many, many years. I mean, it's that's him to the letter. So, a couple days ago, he gave the quote... That many people started reacting to. Gene Simmons squarely blames rock music failing and dying on young people. And that's it. Young fans are the ones who are killing rock. Couple Many years back, Gene Simmons was quoted with the phrase, rock is dead. And now he's saying it's young people that killed them. I don't know. Mm. I'll read the quote. Let me read the quote first and then get my thoughts out on this because there's more grumpy grandpa nonsense this week as well, but still. The culprits are the young fans, asserted the singing bassist Gene Simmons. You killed the thing you loved. As soon as streaming came in, you took away the chance for a new great bands who are there in the shadows who cannot quit their day job because you cannot make a dime putting your music out there because when you download stuff, it's one one hundredth or one one thousandth of a penny. And so you've got to have millions to millions and even 
billions of downloads before you can make a few grand. And the fans have killed that thing, so the business is dead. So Gene Simmons is not only blaming streaming, but they're blaming, he's blaming young people for it. Not the record labels, not the producers, not the format that it's now. It's young people streaming. That's it. This is the case, I know you're not a Simpsons fan, this is the case of Old Man Yells at Cloud. A grumpy old man just complaining to complain. That's it. Last year, I made a video on if streaming is killing the music industry. It all broke down to saying, no, it's not killing the music industry, but it's changed it forever and it's not going back. And now with the pandemic, bands cannot make money on the road. So now every a lot of music is dying, mainly rock bands and metal bands and things like that. But at the same time, this is temporary and rock's not dead. There is an audience. There's festivals coming out this year. There's going to be shows coming back in fall. There's a big audience for all genres of music, including rock, metal, and things like that. And Gene Simmons knows it. So, I believe, Gretchen, I asked you this before. Have you ever Mm -hmm. seen Kiss Live? I have not. Okay, I have. 2017. Shot them live. Um, They're a novelty act. They're playing the hits. They're having fun with the crowd. Pyro, light shows, sing along with the hits. It's fun, and everyone likes it. However, they've canceled tours. They canceled this upcoming tour as well. You know, who knows when that'll be. It'll probably be again. They've had many, many, many retirement tours. Not like Rolling Stones level, but still they've had many retirement tours. Huh. My question to everyone in both chat rooms and anyone listening on YouTube can add, add this in the comments. What has Gene Simmons contributed in a positive way to the discussion of rock and metal in the past 10 years? What bands has he talked about that he loves, that he put on a pedestal and told people to talk about? What festivals that he was not a part of did he promote? What other music formats did he talk about in a positive way? Because I don't know of one. I was was not going to say, uh, is there there one? I can't stress enough Gene Simmons' number one priority is Gene Simmons. His ego has always been the highest of highs for a rock star musician. Mm-hmm. And he really feels that everyone owes him attention. He is a maven of all topics in rock and metal. And again, if you're in the chat right now listening on YouTube or Twitch, I have both chats popped up. If there's something he did promote positively in the music and rock and metal alternative whatever any music even if it's not like in the genres let me know what that is because all i hear about is complaining or him saying messed up stuff and retracting it so my biggest the biggest instance of this was when lemmy died of motorhead This is my own personal one, my own personal opinion on this. Years ago when Lemmy died, I was still in Florida. Um, Sirius XM Liquid Metal was like playing Motorhead on a loop that day, you know, just tributing Lemmy, tributing Motorhead because the band was done at that point. Well, Gene Simmons called in and wanted to talk about Lemmy. You don't turn that down. Of course you wouldn't do that. So what did Gene Simmons have to say? 
He made it all about himself, how he gave Motorhead a big break when he took him on tour, how he talked with Lemmy and gave him advice, how he showed him what to do. It was just five minutes of that. And that would just blew me away. If I, I, I don't know who the DJ was on Liquid Metal at the time doing that call and like talk with them. I just be, I would just be biting my hand off going, you know, it was not about Lemmy. It was about how Gene Simmons was there in Lemmy's life. Uh, that was, that was the biggest instance of that, in my opinion, for Gene Simmons. Put aside the reality show, whatever. That's all. That's all a front, a show anyway, just to broadcast his brand. I mean, the music for Kiss the last ten years has just been backseat. You know, it's all about touring the live show, him being a maven of rock and metal, or wanting to be seen that way. You know, Kiss is a brand. That's a fact. They've put Kiss's name and label and f- their faces on every piece of merchandise you have ever imagined. Mm. It doesn't matter what it is, it's out there. Kiss frying pans? Sure, they have those. Kiss light bulbs? Probably. Not a doubt in my mind, they have some light-up Kiss light bulbs. What else? Kiss desk fans? Sure, they probably have a desk fan in the shape of Gene Simmons' head. What, what else? I'm sure they do. Oh, I would bet hard money on that easily mm. you know just uh door frame like door frames with the fa- like faces of kiss like engraved or painted on them sure why not kiss has their own everything it's a brand that's not rock and roll that's the stuff that killed rock and roll when you try to mcdonaldize everything and co- like coca-cola is the perfect example coca-cola has their brand on every type of merchandise you can imagine you know yeah that's what Kiss tried to do, too. You're going to say rock is dead and young people killed rock when you're doing stuff like that? Get out of here. No. And every... Yeah. Oh, man. Everyone's going off. Kiss condoms. Kiss casket. Kiss caskets. Kiss coffins. Yeah, I saw the Kiss <laughs> coffin. That was like a specialty thing. Yeah. Wait, there's actually one? Oh, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be surprised. Kiss lighters? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm sure there are kiss lighters. That That's an easy one. Yeah. But again, it goes back to my point. Kiss shovels, kiss cinder blocks. Just a kiss construction yard. <laughs> I built my house entirely of uh, kiss bricks. With kiss, with kiss lumberyard material. Kiss toilet paper? That is real. I have seen that. Kiss knives? I'm sure. A kiss grill? Probably. Kiss Crocs. Ooh, that's interesting. How do you make Crocs more awkward looking? I can see that. Mm-hmm. Kiss guns? Probably. Especially like water guns or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally see that. <laughs> Crossover with a Nerf. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, oh, with the colors and stuff? Absolutely. We're, we've done a collab with Nerf guns. Uh-huh. Uh kiss drywall i haven't seen that one <laughs> oh kiss piercings i am sure there's some t- there's kiss jewelry a mountain of it okay this body mod enthusiast has left the chat oh uh, well you know that <laughs> you know that's true gretchen come on you you know that's true you know that's a thing it goes back it goes back though kiss toilet plungers ew kiss jock straps okay all of you need to call down to the chat room okay <laughs> 
It goes back to my point, though. Guys, what positive thing has he said or done for music in the last 10 years and that spread positivity, that helped rocker metal, a band, an event that he had nothing to do with? Let me know, too. That's an honest question. I'm not trying to be Mr. Cynical and just put him down. Let me know. Let me know what he's done when he has nothing to do with it and he tried to push rock and metal in a better spotlight and use his voice and his massive platform to help someone else benefit through altruism. Because I don't know of one. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, grumpy old Gene. It's, you know what it is? He's not even grumpy. It's just, again, he'll say something to clarify it later. Just like he always does. The business is dead. No, it's not. It's in a bad spot, but everything's in a bad spot right now. So, And I gave my thoughts on Spotify and streaming prices. They're terrible. He's right. But at the same time, that's not what's killing rock. And it's not young fans that did it. So, moving on from one grandpa to another. Yeah. Uh, David Crosby is quite upset. Now, for some of you who have been listening to the podcast for a little while, back when Eddie Van Halen died and we did a tri- like uh, pretty quick tribute for everything going on with that, David Crosby was one of the few people who, like, not even 24 hours later, talked about... Ugh, Eddie Van Halen was always overrated as a guitarist. And then apologized. Oh, I forgot he just died. Oh, God. That was less than a 48-hour span, too. So I call mm-hmm. shenanigans on that. He got called out and tried to make that as an apology. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The reason why he's in the news right now is because he's quite upset with Phoebe Bridger's performance on Saturday Night Live. This past weekend, she performed while, uh, what's his name, Eugene Levy's son... Dan. Dan Levy, thank you, Gretchen. Dan Levy was the host of Saturday Night Live with musical guest Phoebe Bridgers. Phoebe Bridgers performed a song, did a nice little job, and at the end, in true rock star fashion, smashed the guitar repeatedly until onto like an exploding box for a show. That's Wait, how did I miss this? <laughs> that, that's more rock and roll than anything that's been on Saturday Night Live in years. <laughs> Oddly enough. Machine Gun Kelly was on the week before, and she did better with a rock and roll performance. But that's besides the point. (laughs) So, that was it. Rock performance. You know, she's nominated for several Grammys, including Rock Album. And she's an alternative artist for sure. She's much more indie. She's young. She's 26. Mountain of potential. David Crosby said her doing that was pathetic. Smashing a guitar. It's an instrument. Mm-hmm. Quote, guitars are for playing, making music, not stupidly bashing them on a fake monitor for childish stage drama. I really do not give a flying F, and he just said F, the letter, if others have done it before. It's still stupid. And the performance is up on YouTube, on Saturday Night Live's channel. It's also... On Saturday Night Live and Phoebe Bridger's um, Instagrams, like pictures of it. It was a show at the end of the song. Phoebe Bridger's responded when someone asked Dave, let me rephrase. A fan replied to that tweet I just wrote 
uh, to David Cross saying, what did you think of Phoebe Bridges' attempt to smash guitar last night on Saturday Night Live? The, following up, the follow-up was, pathetic. Mm. Phoebe Bridges replied directly to David Crosby, calling him a little B. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Once again, David Crosby's got put in his place and over something so insignificant. Oh, this is what this is crump, grumpy old man. Gene Simmons is Gene Simmons. But this is grumpy old man David Crosby. What the heck's going on here? Ugh. Mm. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. She performed the song I Know the End live. And again, it's on YouTube right now. It's worth checking out. I shall try to share my screen with everyone so you can see the Instagram pic, like her on Instagram. Got some... Uh, <laughs> she posted on Instagram as well as I try to share my screen really quick. There we go. Hopefully you all can see it. Quote, got some really great feedback from my performance. Next time I'll just burn the guitar and it will be more expensive. Oh my god. So she's just reveling in it. Guys, if you're upset about this, come on now. And someone just said on the Twitch chat, Phoebe has Twitter game. Sounds like it. Yeah, no kidding. I should probably follow. That sounds entertaining to me. I was about to say that just uh, that her response. Yeah, is that all I need to like follow. And that's all she needed to say too. Get out of here with that old man. Come on. Mm. So that's two cases this week of elderly, past generational musicians who are huge names, just complaining about music today. Why? What do they get out of it? Mm. You know? People are saying Rock's dead. Well, when you have Gene Simmons not helping and just trying to promote himself and David Crosby putting down artists, what, what do you expect? Ugh, yes. In the, the Twitch chat. Back in my day. Yeah, that's really what this is. It really is, guys. <sighs> Uh, do I need to keep going on this too? I mean, that's exactly what all this is. I want more of the torch being handed off. Not back in my day and complaints and boomers and Ted Nugent being insane, everything like that. You know? Because in other genres, I feel that happens more. Yeah. Country, that happens more. Even with the pop country... Nonsense that's going on right now. There are still country artists that like do promote each other and hand off the torch, you know. In hip hop, you'll hear like big names of the 90s talk about upcoming artists and like newer people on labels and things like that. You don't get that with rock. You don't, you know, they'll like it's bands trying to promote each other on the same level. And like the legacy acts and the main acts of the 70s and 80s, they just don't promote bands today they don't yeah i think that's a big thing that's missing and someone just said on twitch rock isn't dead it just doesn't get mainstream coverage in the u.s yeah i agree it's been a long time yeah except like when foo fighters put out their album they got mainstream coverage absolutely but that's foo fighters from the 90s you know 
And some mm-hmm. bands that make a lot of amazing music are either seen as too extreme or are too niche, you know? Yeah. And it's unfortunate. The Pretty Reckless have an album coming up this week. They are, they, yeah, I know. They already <laughs> got great press from it at the end of last year. This album's been delayed. They have great surprises coming up on it. I'm going to do an album review on it. On Death by Rock and Roll, the album. But is that going to get true mainstream play on top 40 stations? No. No. I don't care if it's Cindy Lou Who. The answer is no. I was about to say the only reason why they would is people would be like, oh my God, it's Little Jay from Gossip Girl or it's Cindy Lou Who. And that yep. would. And even then it would. And even, yeah. And even then it'd be like one time on a morning show yeah. and that's it. Just to talk about it. Let's hear what she's been doing since then. Yeah, yes, and, exactly, Gretchen. Good, yeah, and that's exactly and what then, it would be. And, and yeah, it would be like a weekend thing at like 10 in the morning mm-hmm. when less people are right. listening. So, And she, and, she, and like they do get rock re- FM radio play. They are loved by Sirius XM, you know, mm-hmm. and rightfully oh, yeah. so. But that's not true. Like MTV mainstream style back in the day where they're all like all over. Mm-hmm. You know, music's getting played on sports clips for like highlight reels for ESPN, NBA, NHL. That's great. That's uh, that's how you ease into it. But that's as far as it goes for many, many bands. Mm. It's the same, but that's how it is. That's what I think needs to happen too. The opposite of Dave Grohl or Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl's doing great. The opposite of Gene Simmons. <laughs> I saw Dave Grohl in the chat. In the chat, rock. This is mainly rock, not so much metal, not so much alternative, everything like that. Rock and roll, hard rock, whatever you want to say, needs the positive influence, the torch being handed off, the praise from yesteryear acts. Mm-hmm. That's what it needs. As we talk about him in a second, Ozzy Osbourne at least tried to do that, like would have his own, like with Ozfest and stuff, how much of a staple that was. And he put a lot of bands on the map with that, him and Sharon did. A lot. Yeah. That's something. And to be fair, that was like early 2000s and stuff. But still, think how many bands really got noticed by many, many people just by doing that. So, I feel like that's what we need. People to flood on Twitter. Ask your favorite big name bands what their favorite current artists are. You know, what are they currently listening to? May not get a response, but just something I'm thinking of right now. You know, even Corey, you know, Corey even promotes new bands and stuff like that. Corey Taylor. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I should be specific. I apologize. So, as we move on, the vaccines are getting distributed throughout the United States now that most hospitals have access to them and have given them to their frontline workers and other staff. Universities and colleges are also getting them as well. Now, uh, vaccines are being scheduled and things like and everything like that. The elderly are getting them first, rightfully so. They're the most susceptible to long-term damage and death through all this. Um, the priority ranking of who's getting them is a little weird. And we got to realize we have a lot of our favorite, favorite um, legacy acts. Speaking of old-time rock, Ozzy Osbourne still hasn't gotten a vaccine. Yep. But O.J. Simpson has. I mean, I would still stay six feet away from O.J. Simpson, but that's besides the point. So, Uh 
in a quote from Ozzy because he hasn't had the thing yet. And Sharon had COVID. Think about that. Yeah. I thought he did too. Or was he it just her? I thought it was just her. I could be wrong, but I know she did for sure. Yeah, I, I knew I knew she did. But yeah. For some reason, I thought they both had it or something. I mean, that's his wife though. So he had to have come in contact somehow. Yeah. Huh. Quote from Ozzy. I want to get the shot, but I look at it this way. If I don't get it, if I don't have the shot right, I know the side effects and garbage and all these different conspiracies about vaccines. I look at it like this. If I don't get the shot and I get the virus, there's a good chance I ain't going to be here. End quote. Think of everything that Ozzy Osbourne has survived. Then think of COVID as the thing that takes him down. Yeesh. And it's possible, too. Don't act like it's not. <sighs> Someone in the chat, I'm staying 60 feet away from OJ. Yeah, well, I, 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 try, to, try to find someone that would blame you. Try. <laughs> With Ozzy, though, I agree. Like, people are saying, well, celebrities shouldn't get it first and have more priority. But he's elderly. You know, yeah. 70s now. That's the priority age. And again, he lives in a very populated area in SoCal where it's like a lot more dense and stuff. But still, the resources are going to be becoming more available now. The elderly need this first. Not, and I get that OJ Simpson's not no spring chicken, but preferably not elderly murderers. Oh, oh they deserve it too. Okay. They deserve it, but still, the elderly innocent first. <laughs> Is that right? Is that fair to say? <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like I don't, and I know Ozzy and OJ didn't show up at the clinic the same day. Oh, sorry, guys. We, have, we only have one v- a vaccine left. All right, called in the air. Heads, tails. Okay, OJ, you get it. That's mm-hmm. not it. And yeah, people are saying, someone on Twitch, SoCal's a major hotspot in California. Yeah, yeah, obviously. I don't know. Again, I am very fortunate. I said last week too. I got the vaccine, both shots. No side effects outside of a little bit of sleepiness after the second shot. After a nap, I was fine, 100%. So, get the vaccine. You'll hear us keep saying it for the next few mo- weeks too, guys. Vaccines will be more available. Even in the U.S. and outside of the U.S. Get it? So. Huh. Moving on. There's some festival news that we didn't get to talk about last week because it was announced the day after our festivals. In the United States, they are having some planned festivals from DWP. Indeed. So while Sonic Temple has been canceled, unfortunately, that was their biggest one. They are going oh, ahead forever. with. I know. I know. They what I wanted. I know, but we. This is. They definitely did a good. I'll take what I can get, though. They definitely did a good job with the the hand they were dealt, and they will be having scheduled four festivals in twenty 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 one, scaled down from how many they usually have. The one we already talked about was Aftershock in Sacramento. Along with that, the other three will be. Welcome to Rockville, which is normally in spring, which will be pushed to November in Florida, which is amazing. I think that's a great idea. Held in Daytona. No lineups yet. Louder Than Life. Probably in will Lu- get that for a bit. Yeah, a couple months probably. Louder Than Life in Louisville, Kentucky. 
which will be in uh, September, if I'm correct. September, October. Yes. October. Okay, thank you. And then Incarceration, which is now going to be run with DWP, which is the festival in Ohio that's run in the same prison where they shot Shawshank Redemption that they've had a few years. No lineup Mm -hmm. yet, but that's going to be held in the end of July. I don't think that one's going to happen. That is cutting it so insanely close. Give it one more month. Yeah, because like at first, like when we were still in 2020, I was like, I think July is a safe point. Yeah. But I think because of the vaccine rollout, I'm more looking at like August, September mm-hmm. being being the good time. Um, I think yeah. they're going to nix that one. I, I think so also. If they can postpone it, like now it's the time to still postpone. I think that'll be fine yeah. too. But because yeah, there's no lineup, so yeah, exactly, and that'd be easy to do one, like a month later. I think everyone would be understanding, but that's just me. Again, yeah. they did a good job with what they had. I just feel incarceration is really cutting it close. But again, that's just me. Yeah. Everything else, I think, is solid. Welcome to Rockville is great for November. I think that's perfect. Florida mm-hmm. in November is easy in Daytona. I already booked a hotel. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm going to get approved yet. That's how excited <laughs> I am. We got to cover all our bases. I know. I could cancel. I could cancel the hotel for free. That's why I do that. Like I have to apply to cover it and stuff like that. So yeah. to shoot and everything. Anyway, I just, I just hope good things happen with it. And I, if July they get canceled, then uh, incarceration gets canceled. Then it gets canceled. Who knows? But yeah. we'll just have to keep a lookout. All the, inf- the dates are all on GetRock.net and on socials and things like that. Once the lineups break, Gretchen and I will do a breakdown of what we think of the lineups. We'll give you our honest opinions, too. So. Yeah. Moving on. There is some other information. We got uh, two announcements for new music from bigger names as well. Number one, um, if, you were on new mus- if you checked out New Music Night this past weekend, I played a new song from Serge Tankian, singer of System of Down. He has a solo EP coming out in March. Elasticity, which was, boy, oh boy, did it get some attention with its mm-hmm. being a little bit bonkers, which is exactly what Surge revels in. It's the fun type of crazy, but I understand if someone else doesn't like it. That will be coming out in March, so you can check that out when it comes. And then we got a big announcement today. The Offspring, or yesterday, I should say, The Offspring have finally announced that they have their t- entire new album finished. Artwork is done. Label They have a label for the album. It's just a waiting game now. And they said they already have a release. They just haven't posted when that is yet. On the Offspring's Instagram, they posted a fun little Batman image instead of the bat symbol in the sky. It's the Offspring symbol in the sky. I thought that was pretty clever. But they were joking around saying, this has been five, six years since we got a new The Offspring album because of all the label nightmares they've been in, like litigation, royalties, all that stuff. That's why we have not heard anything new from The Offspring in years. So we should get a new single sooner than later. New album too. So, And I would just like to add that The Offspring is the band that Gretchen and her brother used to be bad little kids and sneak down and listen to <laughs> against their, behind their parents' backs. I'm so glad you remember that story. You thought I forgot. That's right, Gretchen. <laughs> I'll call you out on that. You and your brother being uh, being devious little sneaks and listening to The Offspring. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because my parents wouldn't let us get it, so we went to Grandma. And then your Grandma bought you The Offspring's album. 
She Mm-mm-mm. did, because we couldn't do any wrong. Uh-huh. Still can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next time I see your grandma, I'm going to go, do you know what album you bought, Gretchen? Oh, she probably has has no recollection of that. She'll be <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Uh, as we move on now... um. Something for interested for all you Billboard mainstream rock fans. We have a new top three for the mainstream rock chart on Billboard. Since I forgot to do it last week, there was so much other stuff going on with the Marilyn Manson nonsense. There's been more allegations and other things coming up. I just trying not to deal with Marilyn Manson. <laughs> the name we shall not speak. Uh, One of the many names. Uh, we shall not speak. It's getting up there, guys. It's getting up there. The allegations, the allegations, and some people are saying they have proof. It's getting worse by credible names, too. So, all right. The mainstream rock top three songs of the week. Coming in at number three is Distance, the song by Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen. Van Halen's son, the tribute song that he made a few weeks back. So that's up to number three. Number two, knocked down from number one, is Living the Dream by Five Finger Death Punch. And a, new, and a new number one, but a band that's been at number one many times before, Royal Blood with Troubles Coming. The first single off their upcoming album, which will be coming out this spring. I'm fine with it, but it is another issue of Billboard favoring their favorite bands and never, ever, ever shying away from that and shooting them right to the top. To, yeah. to be fair, they, the song's been on the chart for quite a while, so it wasn't shot right to the top, but the fact that, yeah, radio keeps pushing the same bands and royal blood has now become one of them too that's fine but again the song is good and royal blood is doing something different this time with this album from what i've heard so far so i'm totally fine with that they didn't do what they did with their second album which was very much their first album part two like almost exact same carbon copy style album so they definitely changed things up for this one so i'm totally happy with that and billboard is gonna be billboard so, to add something else for a little bit of variety for something coming up, on Patreon, I just posted an updated list of the top 10 worst love songs in rock. Some are funny, some are stupid, and some are disgusting. Mm. With Valentine's Day coming up, sometimes you have to realize that um, while love is a beautiful thing, it can also be really, really sick. That's, uh, that's just how it is, guys. That's really just how it is. So. I, I, I don't know how to react. I know. A couple years ago, I posted my video of the top 10 best love songs in rock and what I thought. Top 10 worst love songs. Um, completely remade list. I did that video many years, several years ago, over three years ago. The video was so eaten up by copyright bots back then that it wasn't even watchable. So instead of just trying to fight that, and I just wanted to be re- remake the list. So. That's on Patreon now. It'll be posted on Thursday, hopefully. And then I did want to talk more about The Pretty Reckless, since I was very fortunate to be forwarded the album for review. This feels... This is my little spoiler for all of you that listen to the podcast live and the day after it comes out and things like that before I put the album review. To give some quick thoughts, this feels like the most complete The Pretty Reckless album. And you get that there's a passion in it. 
you get that they really do love their craft and love what they're making. And even though it was delayed a little bit, that means nothing now. The album is solid. On one of the songs, they ha- there's a lot of special guest appearances as well. And that's what's kind of cool. There's good variety in it, which I think a lot of people don't expect. And one of the things that's very awesome about this is many people know Taylor Momsen's love for Soundgarden and the story behind it. Um, the Pretty Reckless were opening for Soundgarden when Soundgarden was on that final tour in 2017 when um, Chris Cornell passed. She was a diehard fan. And here's the thing. The, one of the coolest things about this album is on the second track of, the, of Death by Rock and Roll, the album, they got the guitarist and bassist of Soundgarden to play with them. So I'm sure Taylor Momsen was just as happy as could be about that. Oh, yeah. And when you hear them come into that song, and this is all that I'll even announce about this. Um, when you hear them come into this song, it's very obvious and they do not hold back. It's cool. So mm. um, I need to give it another listen or two before I finish my review of everything. I'm hoping to have that up on Friday, but it's definitely worth checking out. Lots of cool stuff on there. This feels like a true rock album. No frills, no endless backtrap loops, you know, mm-hmm. good stuff. So that's what I think we need more of as well. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. You've seen the Pretty Reckless Live, correct? Yes. Before I actually knew who they were. Right. Um, and I had just started watching Gossip Girl at the time. <laughs> nice. And I kept saying, why does this singer look so familiar? So then that's how I figured it out. Gotcha. You're the Gossip Girl aficionado. In- I, I've never seen an episode. Ugh, so good. I know. <laughs> who, um, out, of, out of curiosity, who uh, did you see The Pretty Reckless with? Like, were they opening for someone? So it was for um, uh, Lunatic Luau. Gotcha. So the it's, festival it's in your like area. the little local radio festival. festival. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was like a bunch of different bands. Um, if you give me a minute, I can look up sure. who it was. Um, Do you know what year it was? What is time anymore? Well, that was in the past before pandemic. So was maybe you could. I, yeah. I still don't know time. Okay. It was then. from. 2017. Maybe. Okay, that was the same year. Um, that was the same year as the Soundgarden tour. In fact, that was actually just a few days after I shot him in Florida. So it was. Oh, apparently they also played 2015 mm-hmm. with Godsmack and Papa Roach for. Oh, that 2017 show was much better. That sound that had Stone Sour at that one. Um, let's see, 2017. Yeah, that was Stone Sour. <laughs> That's an upgrade. <laughs> Yeah. Um, why can't I see? Uh, yeah, that was the year I saw Stone Sour. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So that was 2017. Um, that was the year I met Corey, too. 2017 was a wild year for me because that's the year I moved out of Florida at the very end. No, no, my, I like lied. That. that was not the year Stone Sour played, but Avenged okay. Sevenfold was Ooh, the headliner. That's still even better. Um, the whole lineup was Avenged Sevenfold, Chevelle, Three Days Grace, The Pretty Reckless, Alter Bridge, Filter, Nothing more. Fozzy, Dinosaur Pileup, and Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. I'd take it. There was a lot of Rockville bands on that from that year, too. Yeah. A lot. That was, that was May 5th, 2017. That was a good one. But I think Very Stone solid. Sour was the following year. Very solid. 
So, yeah. Yeah. Um, looking at radio station festivals like Lunatic Luau in St. Louis, mm-hmm. there's Point Fest um, that the end pig, end pig roast um, for some of the rock stations and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't see them happening unless it's in fall. Yeah, because usually, yeah, Lunatic Luau for us is usually that first weekend in May. Right, and that's not, yeah. Um, I wouldn't bank on it. Again, if they happen in September, that's great. I don't think there's a problem with that. But And all these bands are going to want to tour and be a part of it. Man, oh man, it's going to be a fight, though, for smaller bands to get attention. And Mm -hmm. larger bands... um, that have stuff coming out we might get more attention to, but at the same time, I just want these radio station festivals also to, um, not, one, give smaller bands a little more spotlight. The bands on Sirius XM, the bands that have like a few singles out and like one album out, two albums out, not the legacy, mm-hmm. not going back to the 90s and just picking out the alternative bands that weren't the household name saying, hey, you remember Eve 6? You remember Liv? You know, things like that. It's like, okay, yes. We remember them, but so that's just me. And then we all forget that like all the bands we love are going to be touring, but all the bands we can't stand will be touring. And they'll be fighting for those spots too. Um, Point Fest, Point Fest last year was going to be Soundgarden, Theory, Theory of a Dead Man, and Puddle of Mud. Or not Soundgarden, because I'm looking at Soundgarden. Shine Down, Theory of a Dead Man, Puddle of Mud, hey, and then they. Down. Yeah, so Shinedown's a great headliner. They've headlined before Point Fest, like two years before that, though. That's my only complaint about that. That's even less variety. Mm. And I like Shinedown. But Shinedown and then Theory, who is known to be awful, and then Puddle of Mud, I'm not going to say anything. Dang, guys. If that's the lineups you have to look forward to, yeesh. And I don't think that's going to happen to you. All contracts are being broken. Bigger tours will be remade for amphitheaters and things like that if things can't open up in the fall for amphitheaters, which with the vaccine, hopefully it does. If people can do it. I'm worried about the Super Bowl, though. Florida might be a wasteland for another month or two. Oh, gosh, yeah. Nobody, Everyone partied. Nobody cared. It's going to be really bad in Tampa. Also, in about a month and a half, or maybe less than that, WrestleMania is going to be at that same arena in Tampa Stadium. You think they're going to care? No. Even if they enforce masks, it's still going to be gross. Yeah. Uh, Tampa. Uh, Florida. Uh. Just, uh, you expect, I'm, I'm always bitter about Florida ever since the pandemic because I went on, I rarely go on Facebook but I posted something out there. I'm like really worried about my Florida friends going out there to beaches when things are supposed to be closed down and stuff like that. I had a couple people like private message me and post public. It's going to be fine. It's not that big of a deal. A month later, everything's a crisis and Florida's the biggest hotspot. People are getting sick left and right. Ugh. And it's still really bad there. So, yeah. Hmm. One cool thing. Thank you, Allie, and Twi- uh, on Twitch. Uh, you reminded me of this. Spanish Love Songs. One of the, who had my favorite album of 2020, Brave Faces, everyone. They're doing a free live concert on YouTube this Saturday. Hmm. You can find that out on their YouTube channel on, with Spanish Love Songs. Subscribe. You'll get the live notification. That's something definitely worth checking out. Spanish Love Songs have been one of the bands who have found a way to make money and survive through Patreon. 
And they're really good about people if you're support if you want to support the band even for a dollar a month, like you get a, to hear like all their cover songs and stuff that they're making just for Patreon. It's like doing like Zoom meetings with just like some of their patrons and stuff just to chat and have fun. They're making a really good deal with that. Like they've been they thought outside the box. They wanted to keep making and like interact with the people that have supported them, and they're still practicing and making music and just having fun with cover songs while this is going on. And I think that's great. So, something worth checking out for that, too. Bad news for all of you listening, though, unfortunately. There will be no New Music Sunday this weekend. It will be back next weekend, and I'll be doing more Twitch stuff. That's part of the reason why I'm doing Riffage with Crash tomorrow, so that way we have something else to stream. But then New Music Night will be back the following weekend. There's a lot of other stuff going on right now. There's a lot of New Music still coming. I did a poll on Patreon, um, The Pretty Reckless, and Architects are the album reviews they wanted me to do, so I'll have both of those up this month. And if you're interested, Gretchen also posted a video today, a part two of something she was working on, if you want to talk about that really quick. Oh, I mean, if you don't know my channel by now, I talk about tattoos and piercings, and so today's video was me recommending what my subscribers next piercing should be. So I received a lot of pictures of people's ears, mm -hmm. which sounds strange, but in my line of work, when you see the video, it, it totally makes no. sense. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so it was really well done. The part one. So she's Gretchen channel on piercing tattoo, body mod, just actual information and education about it. Also different piercings, different types aftercare. You can check all that out on go Gretchen's channel. Finally, I will make one more pitch at ad nauseum to make sure it's buried in your long-term memory. Tomorrow night, February 10th, 8 p.m. Eastern, two hours of riffage with Crash Live on Twitch. It's going to be funny and stupid and ridiculous, and I want everyone to laugh along with us. We'll be reading chat comments. We're going to keep the volume down low on the music videos we play so we can just watch and laugh with each other. That's the whole point of this. Just two guys watching music videos and laughing at them and reading off chat and stuff like that. So, other than that, I hope you all are doing very well. I know we had to cover crumpy Gene Simmons, but... <laughs> And I didn't even say grumpy Jeeps and grumpy David Crosby. Why are you going after Phoebe Bridgers? Ridiculous. Yeah, like. Of all people, find, of all things. Find some hobbies, bruh. <laughs> He's got the money and legacy to find many hobbies instead of just complaining about an act on TV. I, you know he's never listened to Phoebe Bridgers once in, early, once in his life. Not a, oh, exactly. not a chance. He hasn't listened to his, her music. Not a chance. Anyway. Thank you guys again for tuning in. We will see you tomorrow on Twitch. Videos, two videos coming this week on the YouTube channel. Please subscribe. Very much appreciated and helped if you can. As we fade away, Gretchen, do you have anything you would like to end with? Mm, wash your hands, wear a mask, stay away from people, and get the vaccine if you are capable of doing so. Very well said. Please get that vaccine if you can. See when you can schedule it. That's the best thing you can do right now, too, if you haven't. Just look it up online, look up areas near you, see when you can schedule your vaccine and when you can qualify. It's that easy, and that'll be the first part of it. I promise it's easy to get to, guys. Super easy. Take the steps yep. to protect yourself. We will, exactly. We will see you all next week. Thank you again, guys. Bye.